listening to Mega Screen Time. A podcast. Father and son style. Who's this band, kiddo? Magic Sword. Magic Sword, the band that Eamon picked. Great, great song. What's the song called? Uh, the first song, The Beginning, I'm pretty sure. The song is called The Beginning. I need you to speak into the microphone. Okay. That's your job. Got uh, it. Tell the folks uh, what you're enjoying during our podcast today. Wait, what do you mean? Like, what are you eating? Oh, nerds. Nerds from Candy. Halloween. Candy. Those nerds have been around... Since I was a boy, they were brand new when I was little, oh, my and now they're they're vintage. I wonder if those nerds are from the eighties. Not that old. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> see, I want you to speak into the microphone during this entire podcast. That's the most important thing. Okay. Ah, see, it sounds so much better that way. Really? Yeah, to me. To me, it sounds loud. Okay. Well, let me turn down your headphones then. Okay. Th- yeah, that that's way better. Oh, good. Okay. Well, now we got it. I can hear you just as Um How's school today, buddy? Awesome. Yeah? Did you get to play outside? Finally, yes. Yesterday we couldn't. Why not? Pouring. Yeah. Was, well, what, how, so what happened? Tell me the story we about that. We had to be in the gym for recess. I mean, I thought it was like, yay, we all get to play together with the equipment. Nope, we get to sit around and read. Mm. So they they forced you uh, to sit and read. I didn't go outside for six hours. And but but why? I don't understand. I know some people bought rain gear like me. So they they canceled recess because it was raining. Uh huh. But I read in the paper today mm-hmm. that it was the a record setting rain event. There was more rain and flooding than Portland has ever seen before. I don't what about much- Halloween though. Yeah, that was also wet. This was a wetter day. I think it might have set records for December or something like that for all time. So, yeah, very wet. Uh, today, not so wet. You got to play today. It was really wet. It was, we're, like, just as wet today. We're recording wet. on a Wednesday. What do you do on Wednesdays? This isn't Wednesday. Oh, shoot. I'm skipping ahead. It's a Tuesday. What do you do on Tuesdays? <gasps> um, Nothing special. No? No. No, you had a substitute teacher, though. Substitute. So best substitute ever. What what qualified this substitute teacher as being the best? For the read aloud, um, she has the best voices for it, and uh, she didn't know where she put the homework, so we don't have homework. Okay, because <laughs> she she lost the homework. So messing up Karen's lessons plans. Yep. And uh, having good voices for read aloud. Did yep. she read the existing? Were you already on the story and she just like picked it up yeah. where your other substitute teacher, I mean, where your other teacher had left off? Yeah. Cool, buddy. Um, next question. If you were on a screen right now instead of podcasting with me, what would you do? YouTube. Ah, we'd go to YouTube. And what would you type into YouTube? Zach Scott Games. Say again? Zach Scott Games. It's another guy kind of famous. Okay. What's he do? Um, he plays a lot of video games. He makes animation. He made. He's made like five animation things. Okay. He has about maybe one and a half million subscribers or something. Hmm. And uh, 
So, like, what have you seen on Zack Scott Games uh, recently? Splatoon. Oh, that uh, Wii U game you like. Yeah. And um, there's a game called Plants vs. Zombies Garden Wars. Okay. Newer Plants vs. Zombies. Hmm. So, games you haven't played yet in yeah. real life. No, I've played Splatoon. That's right. Where have you played Splatoon? Um, at the store. <laughs> when they let, when like they have the things out, I play it. Yeah, so you've played the demos at like Target. Yeah, really fun. Mm, yeah, it's like a shoot. It's like a shooter with paint, paint and magic. I don't know. No magic. Like, it's just paint, and you turn into a squid. Well, that's the magic part. When well, all of yeah. a sudden you can just swim in the paint. As a squid. Zach Scott, how'd you find out about Zach Scott games? I, um, well, I watched a Minecraft video of Seth Bling of um him playing. Uh, Splatoon in Minecraft, and then I was like, okay, I want to watch, I want to see this game not in Minecraft. So I looked it up, and pretty much every single Splatoon video is from Zach Scott. Okay. And then I realized he probably plays other things rather than just that, so I looked him up, and then, boom, he plays tons of other stuff. He rarely ever plays Splatoon, actually. Yeah. What do you like about his style of YouTube presentation. He talks a lot, but he only talks about the game, which I really like. What does he say about the game? Like, he talked about what's happening a ton. So even if I'm not looking at that point, I'll probably know what's happening. Sounds like radio. Yeah, as if he's talking to us. Neat. I, if I were watching... And he's good at the game. He's, yeah, right. Talented at games and then uh, good at narrating games. Cool, Bam. Um, we watched something together that I like that's related to this where we watched uh, Seth Bling do a speed run for... Minecraft. 17 minutes, no cheats. Yeah. He won in 17 minutes. He I'd... actually defeated the Ring. I've seen him win in one and a half minutes with cheats. But he won in 17 minutes. Yeah. I didn't even know that it was possible to beat Minecraft that I quickly. Know. It was weird to see the this game that I think about taking like, months, if not years, to finish. And he finished it in 17 minutes. Sort of like obliterated the some of the magic. Although I don't play Minecraft anymore. How did that speedrun strike you? Awesome. Like what do you, what's your takeaway from it? Um... Well, I learned about the beds trick, and that was incredible. Because the second you get into a bed in the end, it blows up. And so you can use that as to attack the ender dragon. And it does, like, if you can get it perfectly, it can deal, like, a third of of their HP, of the ender dragon's HP. Right, so this boss that would, generally speaking, take a very long time to defeat with, say, arrows... Uh, you can you can defeat that boss in three, four, or five hits uh, by lying in bed right in front of the boss right when he's coming to you. Mm-hmm. Or she. Yeah, that was nifty. Seth Bling calls it a she. We also watched Seth Bling do a, a tool-assisted speed run. And that, of Mario. Of, of, yeah, of Mario 3? Something. Mario World 3. Something like that. And that was neat because we had just learned... We've been watching tool-assisted speedruns 
on one of those uh, channels that we can uh, that we found on the Ouya and watching. Tell, tell people about what a speed run is and what and what what the tool Fastest assisted possible way to like beat a game. And and before you knew tool assist is is you play it all in slow motion. You wait to get right perfect. But before you knew that, what did you think was happening? I thought they got a computer to play it. Because basically you're watching somebody play a video game perfectly. And yeah. it's weird how perfect they're being. But actually there's like 50 tries just to get like the tiniest bit like a yeah. jump. So we finally... A jump to get something just perfect. It's These videos are watching people do speed runs, but it's like they're playing a video game as if they were some kind of robot. And I finally... Uh, decided to google what we were seeing and what a tool assisted speed run was all about because it's this genre of entertainment has video yeah it's been around i think for about 10 years or so and that's it uh but it's very popular and basically we finally now saw some uh, tutorials about how it's done yeah so how how's it done well that's what i just said they go through like um, getting it just perfect, like getting a couple jumps perfectly at the least amount of time possible in slow motion so they can get it really, really well. But then when they play it, it only shows the perf. it shows it perfectly and in regular speed. All right, they just, they erase all their mistakes and go back yeah. until they get it perfect. And then they play you the recording of them playing it perfect. Uh, yeah, sometimes they speed it, they slow it down all the way down to one frame. So they just decide, should I jump at this frame or should I jump at this next frame? Tool-assisted speedruns. Super, super nerdy stuff. Hey, I heard that, uh, you saw a movie while I was, um... Earth Deco! While I was out at the comedy theater. Yeah. With Mom on Netflix. Tell me about this movie, because Mom says you turn to her at the conclusion of the movie and said, Mom, was that your favorite movie ever? Nope. Well, for me it was. Right. So why is this now your favorite movie ever? What's it What's it all about? I know nothing about it. Was it was like about an alien. It was about three friends. It said it was about four friends. It's about three friends. But um, And they find a robot spaceship. An alien spaceship, but it's actually a robot. They find a robot spaceship. Robot alien. Where? In the middle of the desert. They're in the desert. They get, um, no, they're not in the desert. At the beginning of the movie, in one of the friend's houses, if you go to their house, they're like 12 or 13, your phone just goes dead. Not dead. It shows a map. They didn't know it was a map until they figured it out. It was a map to show them where to go, and they ended up running away to go follow it because they had to move because they were building a freeway there. So they, they all had to move. So, and their last night, before they moved, they ran away. And they, they followed that map, and they found the, a, space, the, a spaceship. They thought it was just junk at the time. But then, once they found it, it made a new map on their phones. And basically, they followed it to a barn where there was another piece that that came and connected to that. And that thing opened up and showed a robot thing, a little robot, alien, so cute. And basically the entire movie is about them 
going around to wherever the map leads them. And at one point, they find the, a girl, which is the fourth friend. And they and then they go around some, and they are kind of considered robbers because they like break in places to get it. Like they broke into an arcade to get a couple pieces. And pieces it, of what? Of that's what I'm about to say. Oh. It, they, they figure out it is, and the robot um, two beeps is yes, and one beep is no. So they can ask, they can ask it yes or no questions, and. So they so they figured out he was building a key to a spaceship, and so they went around steal. Uh, well, not exactly stealing. Whenever it found the piece, that piece went crazy, flying all around. And yeah, eventually at the very end, when they find it all, well, they they get captured because there's other people who shot down that spaceship, going going towards an alien spaceship. The key going towards an alien spaceship. They right. shot it down. When the key was trying to get to a, the spaceship, a, the spaceship that is the crashed spaceship in the desert, yeah. it got okay. shot down and lost most of its pieces. Who shot it down? Uh, the the workers that were building the freeway because they weren't actually building the freeway. They got everyone to move so they could demolish all the buildings because the alien spaceship is underneath all those buildings. But instead, the kids end up getting the key. And they they build a tu- they make a tunnel. They go down, and there's a spaceship. You go in. They it's huge. It's under the entire an entire city, pretty much, a neighborhood at least. And they f- and then the key like fits in. It's like as if that which the creature the robot's name is Echo. They name it Echo, and it goes and the, it like fits into a little the like the driver's seat. It's like the driver's seat. And it fits into the a little like the front seat area, but then the back seat area is like huge. So yeah, more or less. And then it fits in, and then um, Echo can like uh, choose stuff to show stuff. Mm-hmm. And how it gets out from under without destroying all the buildings is um, Echo has this power can take stuff apart and put it back together. So it took apart the entire spaceship and rebuilt it above, which is what because the kids drive a car. They're only twelve, but and they're about to hit a truck. But Echo just took the truck apart as they were about to hit it, and, and put it. This is during a chase scene, and put it together behind them, blocking the enemy's way. So yeah. Echo helped them escape. Yeah, a ton. Cool. Wow. Psychokinesis. Yeah. Is the word? That's no, the it's um, it's telekinesis. Oh, telekinesis. Telekinesis. Mom, mom says it's telekinesis. Mom watched this movie. She mom says said it's psychokinesis. I say it's telekinesis. Uh, she said she she told me two things about this film. Uh, one that it reminded her of E.T., which is a movie it's you've never like seen. It's kind of like that, but oh, I forgot to mention something. It's made as if the the kids filmed with regular cameras, so it showed the up and down bobbing, mm. as if they were just making a movie. The whole themselves. the whole movie was them. Yeah. Making the movie, so it was always as if one of them was carrying it, the camera. Wow, was there only one camera that they took turns? Yeah, three spy glasses, uh, the regular camera, and what was the other camera, mom? Uh, well, it was just it was the cell phone, it was just like, a cell phone, yeah. The 
the view from the cell phone because that's how the alien could see them. Oh, yeah. The alien sees through one of the kids' cell phones. Hmm, like an app. Like and a they spy can't app. turn it off, but they can't turn it off. Great. Uh, sounds like a great film. I totally didn't watch it with you. We did go see a movie together, though. We saw City of Lost Children. Do you mind talking about it? You can talk first. Well, I will say that um, it's a film that I like <laughs> about kids who help a strong man rescue his little brother. Little brother, who's his friend, who's a little kid that he takes care of. Um, what do you remember about that movie? It's French. The brain escapes. The brain escapes. Spoiler alert. <laughs> it was one of your first uh, subtitle movies in a theater. No. It's yeah. like my fifth. You've seen a subtitle movie in the theater? Yeah. What? Top, um, what? What films have you seen in the theater that you had to read subtitles? I don't know. All I know is I did watch one, the subtitle movie, to, all together. Okay. Well, how did you feel about having to read subtitles for a French film? Fine, because my eyes adapted one to look up at the screen and one of them to look down at the words. Yeah, it takes a special kind of... Uh, and we're really up, we're way up close. Yeah, that was so a that special... Was, that made it extra hard. Right, that was a special screening of this 20-year-old film uh, that was at the Hollywood Theater. 35mm print, really nice, so we didn't have to watch it on a DVD projection. And uh, we showed up a little late because there was some other stuff going we on. We only missed ads. But when we got there, the theater was full it was like a saturday night it was full and uh so we had to sit in the front uh yeah which i personally like yeah it wasn't so bad you two don't what did you so what else did you like about that movie Mm. city of lost children one of my favorite movies from the 90s i don't know what do you remember the original did not know he was an original what do you mean original what of a bunch of clones of a people. There were like six or maybe six or ten or something like that. Um, uh, clones that worked for the main bad guy. But then the original was a good guy. Right. The original of all those clones. Um, cool, yeah, City of Lost Children. We could talk about the Lego meat. Oh, yeah. We got eighth place. Right. So we went to a tournament uh, in Portland that was uh, 17 schools who all uh, had been um, practicing, getting ready, preparing for the competition to uh, run a robot in a certain sort of uh, obstacle course type. How would you describe it? Um, I'd describe it as a field of little machine Lego machines that are what it does to get points. Yeah. What you program it to do, it does an action on those to get points. Yeah. Did everyone do the same actions for the same points? Yes. Well, well, they have the same board. Everyone has the exact same board. Right, but you could choose different paths yeah. towards different scores. So some people would say, you know what, I'm not going to go touch that crazy machine because it looks too complicated. I'm just going to focus on these three other things to try to get my points to win. That's what going. To, you guys never went to the, the thresher, right? Wasn't that what that is? What thresh? The um the sorter. Yeah, the sorter. You guys decided not to touch the sorter because it's hard to move a wheel. Yeah. With a robot, unless you have another wheel, but that would just roll off. Yeah. Um. 
So what was your big takeaway from the, the Lego tournament? We were right in the middle. We weren't, like, near the end, but we weren't, like, really, really close. We got eighth place of 17. Yeah. I wonder, maybe at this point I'll drop in your comments live that you and Sam had about what you did right and what you did wrong, because I really like that part. This would be the wheel, and this would be the towers. Like, three, two, one. So what went right? I want to hear it. What? Uh, the recovery on it. Because if we hadn't recovered on the on the wrong mission, we wouldn't have gotten the tower down. It's, it would have been three, two, one, and then crash. <laughs> tell me, three, tell me about that recovery. Um, basically, the second it came back, the second it was in safety, we picked it up and moved it quicker. So it was automatically going at the right mission, pretty much. What else did you do right? Um, we were really together. Like we, yeah, we, we were working. We together. didn't fight over who got to like who got to press the button. And we were really focusing. That we were really focusing on ourselves, not the other team. Well, I looked at the other yeah, team while too. the missions were running. Yeah, me too. Not while we were supposed to put the tackles on. What was the one thing that you could have done better? Um, I think that I that I should have been paying a little bit more attention when it when I set the wrong program. I can't believe we got the um. I'm I'm still doing good stuff. I can't believe we got the um, the composter on the first try. No, Instead of like the fifty. Yeah, I was really surprised when the hook. And the and, and yeah and the valuables first try. And the hook. The hook. Yeah yeah. So yeah, I get to it really well. Yeah, we got four of them. Yeah, and we knocked down the tower on two, one. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, yeah. It was really good. Well, kid, I'm really proud of you for the work that you did and the lessons that you learned there with Lego Robotics. Do you want to keep going? Nah. Do more Lego Robotics? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Next year. Yeah. Well, there's was... nothing exactly else to do this year. Because there is no competition we need to get ready for. Yeah, it's it's not it, clear. The club is still meeting. We maybe should show up since uh, since we've been a big part of it. Um, if you didn't show up on Friday afternoons, what would you do instead with your free time? Play. Yeah. Yeah. Did we get to everything on your list? No. What else is on your list? Um, I had a I I have a new another new game, Warlings. Oh, tell me more. Um, it's, it's, um, it's kind of like a, uh, if that tank game, you know, uh, where you, you can choose, uh, you have a specific amount, you have like different weapons you can use. You can like teleport or you can throw a grenade that blows up in three seconds. You can shoot a missile or a laser thing. And basically each person has about a hunt. It has a hundred HP each team. The teams are like little balls, and it's like so. When you hit the person with with one of them, they usually do anywhere from eighty to forty damage. And so, um, and if you miss, then it blows a hole in the area. Like they, I bet they used an eraser app so that whenever it hit, it, it erased a little circle the map and so it's fully erasable uh map destructible and basically you just blast back and forth and it it does it does have skill if you can get the perfect aiming or use the grenades and know exactly it's gonna bounce off there and it'd be at one second so it's gonna have just enough time to get there and blow them up 
and you need to because you and um the more times you win when you win the more characters you still have left the more trophies you get and you get new guns and the new stages to battle in depending on how many trophies you have so you have infinite grenades missiles and well three three shooter guns but other things you do not have infinite of. You only have one machine gun, one laser gun, one teleport teleporter, one like nuke thing. You only have one of them in the entire round. So you got to pace yourself with how much of the stuff you only have. One. This of. is this is a free tablet game. Yes. Where does the money? Are is there advertising, or do they try to get you uh, to buy stuff? You can buy stuff, but oh. I don't. I'm pretty sure you can buy extra trophies or something, but I don't do that because I can mm. easily win around. Cool. And get a one or five trophies. <laughs> Great. Hey, you reading any new books? Um, Rooftoppers. What's Rooftoppers all about? It's about uh, a girl, Sophie. She was adopted because um, she was found in a cello case when she was a, what the the person who adopted her thinks as one because... She had a pin stuck to her when he found her, n- numbering one. Hmm. And it was in after a shipwreck. So she has no idea where her mom is or anything. And it's about, and the officers and people uh, don't want them to know what happened to their mom for some reason. And also, um, the the man who adopted him don't, doesn't have, there's no woman to take care of her. So and this is like in the nineteen like fifties or something. So yeah, something like that or so, like maybe nineteen seventies huh. or I'm not sure. Cool. And so it's about her and she she and she really likes getting on the roof. She has a cello. She plays it. She likes playing on the roof because it it because it, it just helps her for some reason. And she meet one day she meets a guy. And um, uh, someone uh, who lives on the roof, a gang, a gang of people who live on the roof, and they help her uh, break into the um, like police area building and find the files of her mother. Wow! So you're actually um, made I'm it made it more or less halfway through. Yeah, it sounds like a whole lot of story there. Cool. You I've know, already read it, but I'm it's interesting. It Maybe it's a topic for another podcast. Sounds like. In all of these stories, including the city of lost children, there's like um, no moms lost. and dads. Yeah, lost children, which uh, is a super common theme. Oh, yeah. Well, Earth to Echo, they're not lost. They run away. <laughs> Big difference. Well, cool, ma'am. Uh, I think that wraps it up Running for this away, edition. You want to be lost. Being lost, you know. So you can subscribe to Mega Screen Time on Twitter. Instagram. Follow us on Facebook or Instagram. We're pretty much, oh, megascreentime.com. This is Mega, Mega Screen Sword. What's this, what's this band called? Magic Sword. Magic Sword. Our Mega friends, Mag- Screen Sword. Magic Screen Sword. Uh, this is um, Magic Sword, the band uh, probably from Portland, I would imagine. And uh, we, we thank them so much for uh, making awesome music and letting us uh, play it at the beginning and the end of our podcast right now. We actually haven't asked them yet. Yeah, we but uh, we will. 
So that does it. Uh, check us out, makeascreentime.com. Thanks for listening to another episode. See you next week. Screen time. Mega screen time.